Hey everyone, this is Chief Master Sergeant Scott Osgood, the Command Chief of the 101st Air Refueling Wing. With the relaunch of the Maniac Radio Show, I wanted to address the listeners of this podcast on the changes and challenges the Wing has endured over the last year. Between our operations tempo, wing inspections and exercises, RCP deployments, and the devastating loss of several Maniacs and family members, our airmen have faced many challenges and much adversity this year. But as we have always done, we got through it together as a wing and as a family. One of our greatest assets in overcoming adversity is our families. The trials and tribulations we've faced over the past year could not have been conquered without the support of our loved ones. It takes effort and support from everyone when a new challenge arises, the service member, their civilian employer, and most of all, their family. I want to extend my sincere thanks to all of our family members for the support they provide that allows us to ensure our mission is accomplished. Through the dedication, selfless service, and hard work of our members, and the steadfast support of our families, we remain the best air refueling wing in the world. And the Maniac name is synonymous with excellence throughout the total force. Welcome back to the Maniac Radio Show. This podcast is a product of the 101st Air Refueling Wing. My name is Master Sergeant Andy Sinclair, and our goal is to deliver information to you and your workplace so that you as a full-timer, drill status guardsman, or deployer can stay up to date with what's going on here at the Wing. We are in this thing together. We work together. We serve together. We deploy together. Let's keep clear and concise communication one of our top priorities. That's what this podcast is for. So if you are a returning listener, it's good to have you back. And if you're a new listener, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this show. I have some exciting things I want to talk about, including a new app that the PA office has just launched. I've got a pretty cool maniac fact for you, for you history buffs. But first and foremost, Tech Sergeant Jones from the Paralegal Office just stepped in, and he's going to talk to us about what the Paralegal Office has to offer. So sit back, crank up the volume, and let's hear what Tech Sergeant Jones has to say. So, Technical Sergeant Ryan Jones. He is the NCOIC for the Paralegal Office here at the 101st Air Refueling Wing. He's here to talk to us about what it is that they do in the office, uh, what they have to offer for benefits to our members, uh, advice, guidance, all that good stuff that may seem kind of boring. Let's not lie. It's, it's, it's kind of boring. But he's going to make it interesting and explain to us why it is that we need this office and why it is that we need to utilize the benefits his office have to offer. So, Sergeant Jones, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Master Sergeant Clear, uh, for allowing me this opportunity to speak about our legal office and what services we provide. Um, yeah, at some point, some people may think this is a, a dull and, and boring subject. Uh, however, on our side, it's usually not because there's a lot of things that we deal with that people don't see behind the scenes. So, what type of services does a legal office provide? Uh, for military members. Well, we would provide the general powers of attorney, the special powers of attorney, notary service, wills and basic estate planning, living wills and healthcare proxy, claims assistance, and basic legal advice uh, from the attorneys, which it could be divorce, separation, uh, military pay, landlord tenant issues, the service member civil relief act, employment, reemployment rights, deployment related matters, and other legal issues as needed. So I guess let me start off by asking you this. So aside from 
like your typical uh, a few good men puns? What's the most common thing you guys hear from your customers that come into your shop? Well, I want I want to get a will today. That's a lot of times. And there's some other things uh, I can't really go into detail about, uh, but I, I may need help with, I've got a custody issue, I've got a divorce going on. Things happen in people's lives. Uh, and uh, when it comes to legal advice, that is for the attorneys. So wills and power of attorneys um, seems to be a frequent one for a lot of people, and sometimes not when they should be considering it. Real world experiences, uh, somebody's getting ready to deploy or they come back from a deployment, things change, uh, and things happen. So sometimes it's things happen that nobody expects. If you don't have a will, and it's not set for your state, and you've got a family, that's gonna, you don't know where that's gonna go, and nobody else does too. You're right, I, I think the common misconception, and I'm guilty of it as well, um, a common misconception is uh, wills are for people who are um, up there in age, you know what I mean? Like that's something that you're kind of getting ready. You know, you might, you might, um, you might have uh, uh, an heirloom or something like that you want to pass on. But it's a little bit different for the people who are in uh, the guard or in the military, especially with this past year, as you said, um, with uh, deployment rates increasing. Um, uh, wills are. It seems like something that would be definitely important for an 18-year-old kid or a 55-year-old chief master sergeant or, or you know whatever. Um, but. Uh, so what about, so you explain a little bit about the wills, what about the power of attorney? Why is that important for people who are deploying? So the power of attorney, uh, you've got a couple different uh, power of attorneys. you got your general. Your general's basically for, um, hey, I need somebody to take care of my stuff. It's all encompassing. I was like, I, I trust whoever it is going to take care of my stuff while I'm gone. Um, and you got the special power of attorneys where it's like, no way. I don't want my sister even taking care of my cat. Or may say that's all she can take care of. Um, so the general and special power of attorney allows somebody else to take care of stuff that you may need to have taken care of back here that you can't while you're deployed. Okay. Just can you walk me through the processes without getting into too much detail how that would work if, say, for example, I'm deployed and I need my wife to take care of something for me in that capacity? How would that work? So what happens is we set up an appointment. Uh, we also have people pre-fill out stuff online. Uh, which is the Air Force Legal Assistant website, which you don't need a cat card. It can be done from anywhere, as long as you've got internet service. They would fill out that the form on there. It's very simple. Uh, send the ticket number to us, and we would I would start the initial um, will or power attorney, whatever they need uh, in the meantime. And then once they get in the office, after we've established a time to meet with us, um, basically we just go over what they want and who they want to have represent them while they're gone if that answers the question no absolutely no that's good and I, and I especially again for those younger the younger airmen or junior officers that are haven't deployed yet that might be gearing up for something like that and is it does it matter uh from your standpoint does it matter whether or not you're going to be deploying for 30 days or six months is there a time time frame that you guys recommend or no it doesn't matter i mean it's up to the member what they need um and it could be Either or, if they're like, hey, you know, I need some take care of this stuff, I'm going to be gone for three months. I won't be able to have access. You, do, you can do it for however long you need to have it done. And, of course, once you return, uh, then it's usually voided after that point. Now, some of these questions, um, these are obviously, as you guys can probably imagine, they are preloaded questions. But this, this question isn't, and I, I generally don't know the answer to this. Are you guys available for our members for non-military-related issues as well, or is it strictly military related stuff the answer to your question is i guess it depends so we've got 
two attorneys, uh, they're in the state of Maine. Uh, we also have, uh, who was here, and he's now with that state headquarters, so you don't see him much, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Fredette. Uh, but majority of it is regards to military matters um, uh, and what occurs in the, um, the military realm, I would say. In a, in a normal general workplace, like say, for example, here in public affairs, if there's something that we are unsure of that may cross the line or not cross the line in a legal matter, that's also what you guys do. I can come to you guys for, for guidance. Um, you're going to know your resources and know where to look that information up. That's correct. What are some other things that you guys do, and what are the other services you have to offer? Uh, so, like I said before, I mean, we have the, the basic legal advice for the divorce, separation, uh, the military pay. Usually what usually happens that one gets referred to finance, so if there's some legal matters in there or not. Uh, and the Landlord-Tenant, Service Member Civil Relief Act, employment and reemployment uh, rights, deployment-related matters, because um, things happen and somebody's deployed, uh, and other legal issues as needed, which could be a variety of things. It could be uh, property issues uh, with a base. So what happens when your power of attorney isn't taking care of your cat that you entrusted her with while you're gone? <laughs> well, I guess that depends, and that's, and, and that's going to be a, a legal question for the attorney. Uh, like, if you're looking for legal advice and, like, well, this person didn't take care of my cat, now what do I do? And, you know... Where I go from here, they're the ones that will give you the advice in regards to that. Yeah, and as a paralegal, so my role is, and there's been a lot of times where people are confused because they'll they'll go in and they'll see my face or somebody else who is a paralegal, and they'll be like, "I'll I'm looking for this. Well, what's the answer?" I'll be like, "I can give you resources, and I can tell you, and I can tell you what it says here in this, what you're allowed to do, what you can't do, what they're allowed to do." But I can't give you that legal advice. And sometimes people don't like that answer. I'm like, hey, I don't want my attorneys losing their bar because that wouldn't be a good thing. And they're actually very well-educated attorneys that we have. Uh, and I like working for that, but I don't want to lose my pink, I don't want to get my pink slip. No, you don't want a 341 pulled. That's correct. Being the NSOIC in the legal office, you're very w well aware of the severity of what you guys do and how it's important to our wing. So I feel like a lot of times, not just with you guys, but with, with everybody, even with uh, speaking from a PA perspective, we might relay information about, uh, about services or what we have to offer. And, and sometimes that information may not trickle down to the lower ranks or more importantly, the DSGs. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. So with that happening, when that happens, the majority of the masses don't know what you guys have to offer. And in my situation where I asked that question that I just asked, where I don't know, and I've been in, out here for 12 years and I, I didn't know that answer. So what are some things that you would recommend that supervisors and commanders, E5s and above basically, would do to get that information out to the junior troops? So since I've been here since 2012, uh, filling this role as the uh, paralegal, um, I've tried to uh, pass the information along that we're not a full-time office, we've been traditional for a long time, and recently uh, they've allowed some uh, days for me to be out here full-time. And what I've done throughout the time I've been out here is pass information on to like Blackboard, and uh, through the administrative processes saying, hey, this is what we offer. Um, I've had a pamphlet set out there. Uh, we're one week in a month, two weeks a year, traditional office. And if they give us days for me to be out there and take care of stuff and help the attorneys, then great. Um, so for resources, uh, 
if somebody's looking for information. I've passed out that information, and for some reason, uh, like you said, we've got the DSGs, you know, we've got different statuses out here, which I'll say status doesn't matter. Um, and I just think with that and what you're asking, uh, I think it's tough sometimes uh, for people to, to say, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna just gonna go see the legal office. Assuming that we're out here full time and we're not. So it's just a matter of, I would say, stopping by the office and see what we have for hours because we do have the hours posted on there. Uh, I've tried to reiterate it throughout the years. Do you guys have um, Do you guys have like banking hours or do you guys have normal normal hours? <laughs> for right now, it's normal hours. Thank God. Yeah, for right now, um, until that changes again. Um, but usually on the Saturday of drill weekend, we're we're available 13 to 1600 and the Sunday of drill weekend 09 to uh, 12 p.m. Uh, just because we have a high tempo and a, and a limited um, or short staff office I would say. The other thing is you can also we do have uh, a Facebook page it's the 101st Air uh, Refueling Wing Legal um, Facebook page. Sometimes people reach out to us through there too because they know we're not here full time. Before any of you guys ask the question, it, it has been approved by Colonel Roy, so they're all they're all set there. <laughs> Thank you, Minister, for clar clarifying that. Just had to put the PA plug in there, you know. And that's and that see that's another uh, legal uh, aspect that people probably wouldn't have realized that yeah, we have to do our di due diligence on the legal side, and then we have to make sure we get properly approved for these channels here as well. Uh, and that's what we legally had to do. Not above the law, right? Type of thing. Exactly. Nobody is. <laughs> Right now, we have somebody out here who is full-time in the legal office to take advantage of that, and uh, he's told me he is very busy. Uh, they have a lot uh, that they that they work with, so but that doesn't mean that you can't stop by to utilize the benefits and services that he's explained here today. You're out here until when for right now? Uh, right now, I'll be out here until the end of March. For those of you who don't know, Tech Sergeant Jones worked for Bangor PD for a long time, so he knows what he's talking about when it comes to the do's and don'ts. and and anything legal-wise, um, he, he's like he said, he's been out here since 2012, and he was a Bangor cop for a long time. So take advantage of the resources that you have out here, like we've said before. You go downtown, I'm not gonna give a quote, but I'm sure you probably could, right? How much you'd probably pay for any sort of legal advice. One more question, actually, I just thought of is, what about uh, dependents? Can they, can they utilize you military-related? Can they, can they come to it for advice, or is it only the members? That question is an interesting question. Um, in regards to military dependents, uh, I mean, if you're talking about spouses that are active military dependents, then yes. Um, and as far as, I mean, if you're asking in regards to like minors or whatever. <laughs> Trying to emancipate from their parents or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that won't happen. I mean, that's, that's a question you can ask the attorneys, but as it is, I mean, it's, it's for military members spouses when it says dependents and of course obviously if we do wills and powers of attorney i mean if there's stuff that needs to be taken care of like if you have children your dependents that have certain needs and that stuff gets taken care of in, in the will or power of attorney or the health care proxies and all that stuff oh that's awesome that's cool can we get your phone number yes certainly can so the legal office phone number is 404-7447 and do you have a dsn Yes, we do, but I don't have that off the top of my head. More than likely, don't quote us on this, and please don't send any hate mail if we're wrong, but it's probably 698. 
and then the last four you just said. Yeah, I believe so. I believe it would be the 698 and the 7447. Again, please, no hate mail, and don't vandalize Tech Sergeant Jones' vehicle outside um, if we're wrong. Sergeant Jones, I want to thank you for coming in. Um, this has been big. I think that, again, this is something that our members need to know, and we'll do our best from a PA perspective to get that information out to communicate down to make sure that everyone knows that you guys have these resources available to our members. So on a personal note, I have recently utilized you guys for the power of attorney uh, benefits that you guys have to offer, and it's been a big help. It is flawless, just speaking from a personal experience. So don't think you're gonna come in here and spend eight hours filling out paperwork just to have them lose it. It is very flawless, so just keep that in mind and make sure you talk about it with your peers. And if you're in a supervisor role, make sure you disseminate that down to the troops. So again, thanks again, Sergeant Jones. Thanks, Mayor Sergeant Sinclair, for the opportunity to come out here and talk and uh, hopefully give some more information to the members and the commanders and other military members that may need it. Bobby Joe Rogers. That's a pretty cool name, right? Kind of sounds like somebody who should have been on tour with uh, like Johnny Cash or Waylon Jennings back in the day. But no, Bobby Joe Rogers is the new sexual assault response coordinator here at the wing. She's a Title V DOD technician who has replaced Carrie Mancini. She's eager, she's new to the wing, she has a lot of experience, so please utilize her and stop by for any questions. She does not have a phone number yet, as she will be moving from 505 down to where the Hawk which I think Hawk stands for Health and Wellness Center. It's gonna be a one-stop shop that'll include family services and the like. Once we get her phone number, I'll make sure I put that out there, but she will be located in building 417 in room 116. So again, I've met her, she's very nice, and she's very eager to start her job. So make sure you stop by to say hi and give her a warm welcome to the wing. Guard member of the month, Senior Airman Courtney Fragon, and hopefully I am pronouncing her last name correctly. She's down in the clinic. All of her coworkers are very excited that she got this award, as they should be, because it's a big deal, and they're very proud of her. So if you see Senior Airman Fragon, make sure you congratulate her. And if you want to check out an upcoming story that the PA office is writing about her award, be sure to check our Facebook page as well as Divid's for more information on Senior Airman Fragon. So again, Airman Fragon, congratulations. Job well done. Also, Master Sergeant Stan Yudorowsky has been promoted, and yes, that is passive voice for all of you grammar nerds. Master Sergeant Yudorowsky has been promoted to Senior Master Sergeant. He is the new Wing First Sergeant, so if you see him, stop him and congratulate him. If you don't know who he is, his full-time position is up with Calm, so you may have seen him around your workplace before. He's, uh, he's got a shaved head, glasses, loves to talk about Jeeps and small dogs. Very, very nice guy. I've known him for a long time. So please congratulate him. And from everybody here at the PA office, congratulations to Senior Master Sergeant Nadarowski. Another Master Sergeant who is getting promoted this weekend is Master Sergeant Angela Adams. She will be promoted to Senior Master Sergeant. If you don't know who she is, she's the first person you see when you come into 505. She's always very, very happy to help you out. Positive attitude constantly. And when you go to her with a question, you always leave there with some sort of an answer. It's never an I don't know or I can't do that. It's, oh, here's your answer or here's how I can find out the answer for you. She's phenomenal to work with and she's amazing at her job. Her son, Staff Sergeant Chad Adams up in Air Trans, has a great role model for his military career. So again, Senior Master Sergeant Adams, congratulations on this new chapter in your military career. if your memory serves you right, you know it's that part of the show where I bring you a Maniac fact. And I thought that not only because this is the relaunch of the Maniac radio show, 
but more importantly, this is the 30th episode for the podcast. So with that being said, we're going to go back roughly 30 years ago, 35 to be exact, to 1984, and I'm going to read to you a press release put out by the Public Affairs Office down at Hanscom Air Force Base talking about the Bangor Air National Guard Base and its newly opened facility that brought a new mission here to our wing. And for those maniac history buffs, you already know what I'm talking about. It's the over-the-horizon backscatter radar system. I'm going to read the press release to you, let you absorb in that information. A lot of it is pretty cool. Some of it is kind of boring. But if you're like me and you like history, you're going to like this. So enough talking. Here's the press release. Air Force and Maine officials will hold a ribbon-cutting ceremony to dedicate a new air defense radar operations building on Friday, December 14th at 9.15 a.m. at the Bangor Air National Guard Base, adjacent to the Bangor International Airport. The $4.7 million facility will be the control center of an over-the-horizon backscatter radar system developed by the Air Force Electronic Systems Division. When completed, the new radar will give early warning of aircraft approaching the east coast of North America at distances of up to 1,800 miles. So there you go. That kind of gives it a, gives you a background of what this backscatter system was going to do and why it was brought here to Bangor, Maine. Air Force representatives at the ceremony will include Brigadier General James E. Freytag, Deputy Commander for the Strategic Systems at the Electronic Systems Division, Brigadier General Glenn W. Osgood Jr., the commander of the Maine Air National Guard's 101st Air Refueling Wing, and Colonel Arnold L. Snyder Jr., the over-the-horizon backscatter system program director. Military personnel from the Tactical Air Command and North American Aerospace Defense Command are also expected to attend. So it was a pretty big deal. It's not your normal cake-cutting ceremony. Maine senators and representatives, along with other state and local officials, have been invited to the ceremony as well communications equipment and computers to process radar information from the system's transmit and receive sites will be installed in the 3,200 square foot, one-story brick building during the next year. Side note, does that sound familiar? I'll give you a hint, it's building 510. Television-like display consoles will allow Air Defense Tactical Air Command personnel to track approaching aircraft. About 330 military, government, civilian, contractor personnel will operate the center when the Air Force accepts the completed system in 1987 from its contractor, General Electric Company of Syracuse, New York. About 330 military, government, civilian, and contractor personnel will operate the center when the Air Force accepts the completed system in 1987. Many facilities at the Bangor Air National Guard Base will be upgraded or renovated to support the new mission. Plans for a new commissary and base exchange, along with a dormitory, dining hall, and heated vehicle storage building. Also, 165 housing units will be renovated in phases to support incoming personnel. The over-the-horizon backscatter radar system's first transmit antenna is being built in Moscow, Maine. It's 3,628 feet long and varies in height from 35 to 135 feet. The radar looks out over a 60-degree northeasterly arc Antenna elements are attached to steel towers which also support a wire back screen running the entire length of the structure and extending along the ground 750 feet in front of the towers. Two more 60-degree antennas will be built close by to allow 180-degree coverage from Greenland to Cuba. The first of three receiver antennas is under construction near Columbia Falls, Maine. It is 4,980 feet long, 65 feet high, and has steel towers plus a back screen and a ground screen similar to the transmit antenna. 
By using the over-the-horizon backscatter technique, the system sees beyond the horizon, or line-of-sight range, which limits conventional ground-based radars. Radar signals are sent around the Earth's curvature by bouncing them off the ionosphere, a layer of the atmosphere beginning at an altitude of about 50 miles. An aircraft passing through the radar's beam reflects signals up to the ionosphere and down to receive antennas. Once an aircraft is detected, computers determine its location and speed. A smaller experimental over-the-horizon backscatter radar was tested in Maine from June of 1980 until June of 1981 to demonstrate its technical feasibility. In January of 1982, the Air Force decided to enlarge the test radar to cover a 60-degree sector as the next step in the system's development. Plans call for building another three-sector radar on the West Coast, a two-sector south-looking system in the central U.S., and a two-sector north-looking system in Alaska. The General Electric Company of Syracuse, New York built the experimental radar under the contract with the Air Force Electronic Systems Division and is furnishing the operations center and additional antennas for the full East Coast over-the-horizon backscatter system. The General Electric Company of Syracuse, New York built the experimental radar under contract with the Air Force Electronic Systems Division and is furnishing the operations center and additional antennas for the full East Coast over-the-horizon backscatter radar system. So there you have it. Have you ever been up to building 510? Maybe for a Seabirney rodeo and thought to yourself, wow, this is a really, really big building just to house AirTrans. Well, originally that's what that building was built for. A pretty cool piece of Maine history that the Maine Air National Guard took part in. And it was a very big deal back in the 1980s. Not like a Stranger Things, secret government facility type of way either. It was very well known what was going on. It played a strategic and vital role in our nation's defense. And it all happened here on our base. That is all the time we have for the 30th episode of the Maniac Radio Show. It's been real. It's been good to be back. If you are a new listener here on this podcast, if you have any ideas for the Maniac Radio Show, anything you'd like to hear about, anything that's going on in your workplace, something if you're a supervisor or a commander you want your troops and your coworkers to hear about, this is a great avenue and a great platform to get that information out. So give me a call or send me an email through the interwebs, and we'd love to hear it as we are always open to new ideas. Speaking of the interwebs, don't forget to check out our Facebook page as well as our Instagram page which you can find by Googling 101STARW. For those of you who are young and hip and with the times, that is the Wings handle, 101STARW. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, ask any of your coworkers sitting beside you that are currently on their phone, thumbing down through their newsfeed. They can probably help you figure it out. So other than our social media platforms, we also have our website that may seem very familiar to you if you visit it, as every Air Force website looks the same. The only difference is its content. So head over there, grab some information, look at some photos. If you want to join the Maine Air National Guard, there's information on our website about that as well. You can see bios from our leadership, as well as get a brief history of the Maine Air National Guard. Pretty cool stuff. Now, here's the last plug-in for the various platforms your PA office has to offer. We just recently launched a new app, and in the coming future, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we have to offer through that app, as it will be customizable to each individual person's phone. And this app is available for everybody, not just our members here at The Wing, but we put out a cool video that kind of encompasses what the app has to offer. So go check that out. It's on YouTube, it's on Facebook, it's on our Instagram, which again, you can get to by Googling 101STARW. 
But as I mentioned before, there'll be more on the app in the future. So sit tight for that. Sergeant Jones, it was great to have you by. Thank you for swinging in and talking to us. It's always good to hear from the legal office and to not be in trouble. So thank you for all the great information you gave us. And don't forget all the information he told you. Make sure you pass that on to your coworkers, uh, your supervisors, your subordinates, whoever, to make sure the information gets out there. The JAG office is here for you. It's here for me. It's here for everybody. They are your friends. They want you to come talk to them, and they're going to help you out as best as they can. You can trust them. Despite what that movie says, you can definitely handle the truth. So stop by, give them a call, talk to Sergeant Jones. This is the Maniac Radio Show, and I'm Master Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Air Refueling Wing here in Bangor. Or, for those young and hip types, 101 STARW. Seriously, Google it. Follow our pages. That way you don't miss anything. I hope everybody has an outstanding drill weekend. And as always, be safe, do great things, and make a difference. <laughs>